You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rich Keefe Show. You can uh, join us here on the program at 617-779-7937 now until 10 o'clock. Kyrie Thompson, who covers the Patriots for WEI.com, is in until 8 o'clock. And uh, you obviously got a chance to uh, listen to Bill Belichick yesterday. And uh, so the post game was one thing, but it was yesterday, which was completely different. And the two that jumped out, I don't know if there's any others that jumped out to you, but the two that jumped out to me was his answer about Mac Jones and his answer about the spending spree from a year ago and where that went. Were those the two for you or yes. was there anything else? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was mainly because I mean like the rest of it is yeah, I take accountability or whatever because if I say the word accountability enough times people will think I'm, you know, actually yeah. holding myself accountable Best or for the team. or the, or that yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, see that 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 would be the other thing, right? The mm-hmm. the idea that we tried to do what was best for the team and I, I thought there was actually one point in there where he said Everything we do is with the intent of, of doing what's best for the team, which made me kind of realize just maybe for a, a second yeah. that he was just like, yeah, maybe we didn't do the best job of that. Well, yeah, I think he kind of did admit that, you know, not every move was the right move. And again, obvious to so many people, but for him to at least say, you're like, all right, maybe that's something. But let's start with the Mac Jones thing. And for those that missed it or those that forget exactly what he said, when asked if Mac Jones would be the starter next season, here's how Bill answered it. You know, Mac has the ability to, um, you know, to play quarterback in this league. And, you know, we have to all work together to try to, you know, find the best um, and most, uh, you know, best way to, as a, as a football team, um, which obviously the quarterback's an important position, to be more productive than we were this year. And so that's incumbent upon all of us, and we'll all work together on that. And, and again, look for better results. How'd you take that? So to me, I know a lot of people jumped straight to the, well, he didn't explicitly say that Mac Jones was, you know, your starting quarterback mm-hmm. for 2023. I viewed it a bit differently. I mean, yeah, obviously he didn't do that. But when he started off by saying, look, Mac Jones has proven that he can play quarterback in this league. It kind of made me think immediately that, okay, he knows that the guy can play and that he's probably not the biggest problem with this offense. And I juxtapose that with the answers that he gave about like, are you satisfied or, or, or will you keep Matt Patricia and Joe judge in their, in their roles for mm-hmm. next year? And he's like, we're going to evaluate everything. We're going to look at everything. And, and he, and he kept it at that. And there are plenty of other coaches. And I know Bill Belichick isn't, isn't every single coach, but would just say, 
well, we need better out of the quarterback position. We're going to be looking at that. Or, hey, we're going to – everything's yeah. on the table. But saying he has the ability to play is such a blanket nothing statement, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it's like any quarterback that they face. Like, you could say that about Bailey Zappi. You, you can say that about Brian throws. Hoyer. You right. Could, right. You can go fall on that. But I'm sure if you – pulled up the uh, pregame or the, the the press conference before Zach Wilson or before Jacoby Brissett. Uh-huh. He might have had some similar you – know, he's shown the ability to play the position. So that's not much. But then to me when he says we got to work together, to me that was more of a shot at Mac Jones for if at any point he questioned mm. the offense or Matt Patricia's credentials or anything like that. It's like, listen, we're all listening together and uh, we don't need you kind of fighting back on this. Yeah, I mean, it could be. It could also be like, hey, look, Mac, uh, we realize we might have kind of put you behind the eight ball a little bit. How about we work together to figure out what works best for you? So, so I mean, the thing is, when, when you, you could look at it really either way, because, look, the relationship between Mac Jones and, and the coordinators and the coaches and really the players, I, I feel like the players had very good relationships with each each other yes and I feel like you could see that every time you go in the locker room I mean on on, you know trash bag day you go down there and they're all just talking about how much they're going to miss each other how much they like being around each other they want to soak in these last moments with the guys what about with the coaches though and I know they don't need to be friends they don't need to be friends with the coaches but what do you think how's that relationship you think I mean, I, I feel like it started to crack around that first Bills game where you started having not it wasn't just Mac Jones, you know, no. drop dropping the F bombs and, yeah. and being like, you know, the, the quick game sucks, like let's do something else. <laughs> right, right. And and kind of being very obvious on camera that he was displeased. But you had Kendrick Bourne and, and unnamed camp, training camp was yeah, Kendrick Bourne. Unnamed yeah. offensive player saying, I don't get the game plan. Why weren't we going down the field more? Mm-hmm. And, and and I feel like that's the kind of thing that signals to me it wasn't just Mac Jones asking questions here. Yeah. He's just the one who gets the most notice because he's the quarterback. So to me, I feel like they need to do some some relationship repair across the board. Yeah, I I just found the whole season kind of odd because he's your first-round pick quarterback who got you to the playoffs a year ago. And then this year, when he got hurt, he wouldn't say that he's the starter. Uh Then when he was asked if he's a dirty player, he wouldn't say he's not a dirty player. Uh And then at the end of the year, is he going to be your starter in year three? And he's like, well, he's got the ability to play. I'm like, man, like... That just seems so over the top. Like, it's one thing, like, hey, we want everybody to compete for a position. Like, yeah, we get it. They would even jokingly say that about Brady. But it seems like it seems like there's real friction just from what we hear, right? Like, just from the outside, whether it's the Mac Jones interviews and he's trying to polish everything up and say how smart Patricia is and how great the coaching is, which I just read as sarcasm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then you have Bill Belichick <laughs> that just won't give an inch with, with anything with Mac Jones. Like, I don't know the last compliment he has given Mac Jones. I mean, there you go. You can you can play in the league. There you <laughs> yeah, go. Right. Okay. Um, hey, great. Yeah, but, guys but, I, but I think it could be him trying to yeah. tweak Mac and just be like, hey, I mean, may, maybe it is a little bit of you need to step up your game, especially if you're going to be over here talking. But but maybe a little bit of, yeah, I'm not going to say your job is completely safe. I'm not going to give you anything because you've had to take things for yourself all throughout your your college career. Nothing was given to Mac Jones mm-hmm. then and and nothing was was given to Mac Jones last year and kind of like you keep that underdog mentality and get right. better next year. It could be that. But you know what? We were talking off air and it just brought something to my mind. You saw uh the press conference notes coming out of Chicago earlier today mm-hmm. where Ryan Poles is talking about it. The Chicago Bears have the number one pick and everybody's talking about 
should they go ahead and trade Justin Fields and draft like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or what have you? And they asked Ryan Poles that very directly. And they said, do you see Justin Fields as your quarterback in 2023? And he said, yeah. Going forward, <laughs> how, yes, I, how hard is yes, that? Yes, yes, I do, and it's like I'm excited about how this goes. And he and he did kind of throw in yeah. there, I would have to be blown away in order to make well, that different. But he, yeah. but the first word out of his mouth was, "Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not show support for the rookie quarterback or the young quarterback that you have on the team?" I don't understand why Bill doesn't do it. And guess what? You can also go back on it, right? The Arizona Cardinals yeah, yeah. that Josh Rosen was their guy because it was the easy thing to say at the time. And then they're like, oh, we have the number one pick. And, oh, Kyler Murray's not playing baseball. Okay, we're going to take him. Yes. So you can change your mind. but you li- you, People lie all the time. All the time. Go, if, if, it, if it's in the best interest of the football team. Yeah, yeah go ahead and lie is, one more time. Which is, so there's also a Mike Florio report, which I feel like he was just listening to our show last night. I think a caller <laughs> brought this up. But if Josh McDaniels is interested in Mac Jones – do you see a scenario where the Patriots and Bill Belichick specifically would be willing to listen on that and trade him away? I think so. I mean, look, I think it's been pretty clear. They made two trades with Josh McDaniels already. And I actually found it just, just on, a, on a side note that, oh, they released Garrett Gilbert, and then he just comes over to the Patriots. It's like, oh, <laughs> that, that, un, we'll that under, yeah. under the radar little swap that nobody gets talked about. He, right. stayed, he stayed on the practice squad like all year. But, but I think um, – They've already done business twice. Mm-hmm. I could see them doing it again because, again, after, coming off of this year too, why would you be a hundred percent wedded to to Mac Jones given the production on the field, the way things went down? If you're annoyed with the fact that he was questioning things, or what have you, you don't have to be a hundred percent married to him. Now, the question I would have is, if you go ahead and you do that, say you go ahead and you trade Mac Jones, what's your succession plan? Well, see, that's why I don't think they. Do it. And I, I think two reasons. One, I think Robert Kraft, who's already got his antennas up on four straight years without a playoff win, he's going to say, what's the plan? We just took this guy in the first round. Mm-hmm. He looked good in his first year. Obviously had a bad year, but it feels like everybody in the world is going to point more towards Patricia to blame than Mac to blame. We're trading him away. Who are we going to go with? Just like you were ready to see Tom Brady go play in his 40s somewhere else, and then you didn't have a plan. Cam Newton happened to become available, and then you did that for a year. So if you can't tell Robert Kraft who the quarterback is after you trade Mac Jones, I don't think you can do it. And I feel like that's the thing. From now on, I don't think this whole Bill Belichick, hey, man, I'm Bill Belichick. Just do like, I, I've got six six rings and yeah. however many conference champs. I don't think that flies anymore because because yeah. this is three straight years. Uh, or four straight years, right, without without a, yeah, a playoff the, the win. Last year with Brady, they lost in the wild card round, then they missed the playoffs, made it and got smoked, and then missed it. Those are the last yeah. four years. So, so I mean, so I mean, there you go. I think at this point, it's starting to be like, okay, look, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. You can't, you can't, especially after what happened this last year, you cannot come in here and just be like, oh yeah, this is the plan. It'll totally work out. We'll have Matt Patricia call the plays. Uh uh-uh, uh, nope. that's not how this works. Can't do it. And and the thing is, it's almost it would almost be like a shot, right? Oh, Bill, what are you saying? You can't develop a quarterback? Yeah, right. I, which, I mean, he clearly doesn't seem to be doing a very good job not of this now. Guy. No, not with this guy. And it's funny because Josh McDaniels, the reports are like he wants Tom Brady. And if he can't get Brady, he might want Garoppolo. And if he can't get Garoppolo, he might go for Mac Jones. So it's like really anybody he's ever worked with in New England are going to be the guys that he goes after. Because so that, we'll that's, what, that's what we do. Everything New England Send related, like, oh, yeah, that guy's you know connected to New England, used mm-hmm. to play there. Take oh, him. yeah. There we go. Keep it incestuous. All right, we'll get to what uh, Belichick said about the team spending here in a second, but let's go to the phones. Ray and Revere joins us. What's going on, Ray? 
Hey, fellas, listen, I, I actually think it's the perfect time for Kraft to move on from, from Belichick because I think they've got 11 draft picks this year, the, the 14th, and potentially three more uh, competitive balance picks. So the guy's always been a mediocre GM. It was masked by the fact that he had Brady. And he's got one other thing working against him now, which is a 70 years old. I don't think he can build out the coaching staff that he once could. I just don't think he can attract that 40-year-old whiz kid offensive coordinator who's just going to hang in there until he breaks Shula's record. You know, so uh, in my mind, he's a 500 coach. He was before Brady and after Brady a 500 coach. And if Kraft wants to sign up for for more 500, um, you know, that's his prerogative. But it's time to cut away, given that you've got a lot of draft picks. And if you put that in the hands of a really good uh, evaluator of talent, he might actually change the trajectory of this franchise. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Ray. It's uh, if you said two years ago even that that would be a call that you take and that it actually makes sense. You'd be, it's crazy, right? Like Bill Belichick, you know, you're, you're pulling the plug on Bill Belichick, but look at the track record over the last three years. And I think whenever he meets with Robert Kraft, and if Robert Kraft says, "What's your plan for the offensive coaches?" That right there, the, how he answers that to me will determine his future. If he says, "Well, we're probably just going to run it back with these guys." You can't like that is that is not you no. can't do that. There's no way that is in the best interest of the team. And so, yeah, like you are you're definitely pretty close to the end if that's the direction you want to go in. Yeah. And you know what? Would it require, you know, to actually go through the coordinator hiring process to bring Bill O'Brien in? Sure. But if that's what's in the best interest of the team, then you do it. Yeah. And it's it's really as simple as that. You know what's interesting too is this idea of Bill Belichick can't attract the forty year old whiz kid from another team to come in and and bring in fresh ideas. Bill Belichick doesn't want the 40-year-old whiz kid from another team to come in with fresh ideas. He wants to do things his way. He wants his own guy. But, like, what's Nick Cayley? Could Nick Cayley potentially be a a young guy that knows what he's doing? He should have been. Yeah, right. That's the thing. And and you passed him over for Matt Patricia. And, yeah. and and I feel like if yeah. if that's if that's me, I, I sit there, I work my way, <laughs> really? I, yeah. make work my way up Just through the ranks, yeah. and you know it's a natural transition for you to be the next guy that call the plays, and then you got a defensive guy who's never never done this job before. No. Nope. And then, and then, oh yeah, well, I'm gonna go ahead and do this. Look, it's just a money thing. It's because the Detroit Lions are paying him. So I mean, he's just here. He could coach everything. You just go ahead and keep doing your thing. Well, to me, I'm like, if my contract is okay. up, I'm out. Kaylee and Gerard Mayo both probably out the door unless the roles change and the money changes. I would assume, right? Like, there's a chance that Nick Kaylee, Gerard Mayo are your offensive and defensive coordinators. But just the way Bill has done things, it kind of would suggest that that won't be the case. And then if both of them are up, which I believe is the case, they could go somewhere else. We already know Mayo has an interview with uh, the Browns. Kaylee, I'm sure, could get an opportunity somewhere else. Maybe not as an offensive coordinator, but he could certainly get a a coaching job somewhere else in the league. So the other thing that jumped out to to both of us was when Bill was asked about the big spending spree from 20 after the 2020 season and if they got their bang for their buck. And then that's when he decided to go down a different path, which I did not see coming at all. Like how he answered the Mac Jones question, although noteworthy, not totally shocking. predictable. Yeah, predictable is one hundred percent. This this was much more shocking. What he had to say about the team spending. When you look at the National Football League and the salary cap situation, um, and it's the same for all teams. Um, what we try to do is we look at it over a time frame. Uh, so 
one year is a Polaroid snapshot, but actually there are multiple years involved. And at some point, the reconciliation has to come. So our spending in 2020, our spending in 2021, and our spending in 2022, the aggregate of that uh, was we were 27th in the league in cash spending. So, so on a couple of years were low, one year was high, but over a three-year period, um, we're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. So what is he getting at here? Is it that Robert Kraft is cheap or that we've actually won way more games than we should have based on how much money we've spent? You know how you get defensive when, when you're like in an argument <laughs> no, with somebody or, yeah. or like, or like yeah. whatever – and you seize on like this one thing where, like, oh, actually, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're wrong about that. You know, like you, you like, got that one all yeah. wrong. Like, like, so I'm gonna go ahead and turn it back on you. I feel like that's what he did right there because mm-hmm. that didn't really have anything to do no. with the question that Karen Garigian asked him. Right. It was just like a, oh, well, you, you're making it sound like we're a bunch of spendthrifts. We're just out there like, like burning, light, lighting money on fire. No. It's like, actually, we're really cheap. No, we want to like, know if you think that spending all that money on Judon and the two tight ends and the two wide receivers. Judon and- was worth it. Judon was. Jonu Smith wasn't. No. Nelson Aguilar wasn't. Hunter Henry, maybe. Kendrick Bourne could be if you actually threw him the ball. Right? So, like, there's hits and misses, I would say, like there is with every team's free agent class. Yeah. And so that was sort of the question. Then he pivoted to, well, actually, how we look at it is in three years. We didn't spend crap the year before that. We didn't spend crap the year after that. So do you think that that also means that they're going to spend big money this offseason? Well, I mean, they've got 50-plus million dollars of cap space, so I feel like you really should. You should, yeah. I, and again, because this is, as you said, year three of this quarterback experience with mm-hmm. Mac Jones. He's still cheap. He's still on the rookie deal. Yep. And you got to – Look, you got to give this guy an honest chance to see if you want to sign him to a second contract. And and maybe maybe they are already like leaning no on that, but I think you still owe it to yourself to to at least see if that is what you want to do. So you need yeah. to give him what he needs to 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 succeed. But the thing that that sticks with me is that okay, great. You you didn't spend as much money as everybody thought you did. I, I actually checked this, and they are fourth from the bottom in yeah. uh, cash spending for this season in particular. Oh, okay, and so you know, great. You didn't. You, you're, not, you're not over there like, like spending uh, crazy money. But look yeah. at the money you spend, right? So I I, I checked this out for 2022. I believe they spent 97 million dollars on their offense, and about 70 million of that went to your wide receivers and and your tight ends. So the money that you did spend, you spent poorly. Yes, the money you spent, you spent poorly. Aside from Jacoby Myers, which of them is worth the investment? Uh, I would say none. Maybe Bourne, but not the way you use them. Not the way that you treat a kid at Bourne. But I would say Aguilar, no. Devontae Parker showed flashes of it. He was good in the last game. Yeah. Tyquan Thornton's on a rookie deal, and that's to be seen, obviously. But, yeah, it's not... It's not great. And yeah. then the tight ends, clearly. Yeah. And then the funny thing about Jacoby Myers, he just did all that on the second round tender. So he wasn't yeah. even making $4 million. Oh, no, he's gonna leave. Now you have to pay him or he's gone. Yeah. yeah. And then the other part is the, the areas you were cheap in, like you went cheap at cornerback. And, and they were better than I expected them to be. I thought yeah, that they were going to be a lot worse, but the, but they were not. But, again, you face a good team. You face a Stephon Diggs. You face yeah, no. a Jamar Chase. They ate him up. Those guys, yeah, they, you don't have a match for them. 
Uh, but also, when you are have a quarterback that's on their rookie deal, chances are your cash spending is going to be lower than a team that has to pay, spend on Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady yeah. or like some of these guys that are making big time money. Uh, let's go to Jeff in Watertown. He joins us next. What's going on, Jeff? Hey guys, how you doing? Good, good, good to hear you. Yeah. So you know, to me, this all goes back to Belichick. I really believe he devalued the quarterback. He really didn't want to have. He really thought that he could win with just a managing quarterback like the 2001 Patriots and a, and a solid defense, and he was going to prove it to the world. And he, you know, and he devalued it so much that he even didn't like have an offensive coordinator. Like, well, we're going to put this guy over here, and he's going to run the offense because you know, because we're really just going to show you how we can, you know. And it just it just completely fell apart. And and so you know, this is completely on him. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, and, and, yeah. And, and, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, you're right. No, absolutely. You're absolutely right. It is on him. He even said so as much going back to camp and everybody's yeah. calling him out. Like everybody, everybody saw this was a bad idea. And he's like, well, this is me. Like it starts with me. Like I take the blame. It's like, all right, then you're going to get, then blamed. we're, we're going to blame you. Okay. And, and, and to that point, I mean, yeah, great. He won a, he won a quarterback with, he won a Super Bowl with a game manager a couple of times early, early career Brady. Yeah. yeah they didn't ask him to do all that much. Right. But he stopped being that. No, then he was the best. Yes, for he started being 15 the years. Yes, he started being the best quarterback yeah. in the league. And then you you still got him cheap. You know, he kept on taking below market value to stay competitive. Yeah. But that's the thing. I don't know if you still thought that Tom wasn't really like that yeah. or, or whatever. And just oh yeah, if he goes someplace else, he's not going to be like that. We could take any of the you know again any mm-hmm. of the top fifteen quarterbacks and and do that. He wasn't one of the top. 15 quarterbacks he was the top quarterback oh he's number one and I think again if you want to go with the you can win without the elite quarterback thing again the AFC is proving that's wrong but there is a team (laughs) in the NFC the San Francisco 49ers you have to do it that way which means you have an elite wide receiver and like an above average receiver an elite running back an elite tight end a good offensive line a genius play caller and a really good defense if you have all of those things like the georgia bulldogs you can win with an average quarterback <laughs> but you have to have everything else to be able to do yes. it not i think the niners might be the only one yeah and, so that's tough and and i think and we, we mentioned this a couple a couple weeks ago a once in every 15 years sort of team where your defense right. Right. Or, or the rest of your roster is so good that all your quarterback has to do is, oh, I'll go and hand this off to, to Walter Payton. Correct. Or I'll hand this really off to Jamal to do. Williams. Yep. I don't got to do nothing, right? No. And, and, and so you can, you can win like that for a year or two. But if you want sustainability, you need the elite quarterback. 617-779-7937. If you want to jump aboard, we'll do our bet du jour. Coming up, Ben is on an absolute heater Ooh. thanks to the overpick that he had yesterday in the <laughs> national title game. Thanks, thanks to the Bulldogs for that one. Uh, we'll continue with your Patriots. What do they do here in the offseason? And uh, Bill Belichick feeling the heat just a little bit. We'll be right back with more of the Rich Keefe Show.